Hello again, everybody, and War Eagle, welcome back to the Plainsman Podcast. We're going to preview week four today, which is by far the best slate of games that we've had to date. Um, we will, we're actually going to go through this by time slot, and we will try to give you channels as much as we can. Uh, although the whole charter thing's over, still, still nice to know where your team's playing. Um, so let's just jump right in. 11 o'clock kick. We got Auburn, Texas A&M. This game is big for me. Um, you know, I, I went out on the limb early and, and Don, Texas A&M is a, t- a terrible 0-9 SEC team. I'm going to be wrong about that. Uh, there's a lot of teams on their schedule that they, they can beat. Now, whether or not they do is different. Um, Mississippi State is one of those. I think they'll beat them. I think they'll probably beat Arkansas. They'll end up winning three or four. I just – they're not going to be at the top of the West like um, like y'all thought. I still do believe that. But they're going to win some games. And, you know, this weekend is, is a big one. Marcus, how do you feel going into it? I really don't know. I wish it was in Jordan Hare. But I will say that I, I'm glad it's not in Jordan Hare at 11 a.m. compared to being in College Station at 11 a.m. Yeah. So as far as atmosphere goes, I'm not – Worried about that. They ain't going to have any sleep from doing the hoorah chant at midnight, so I ain't worried about that. Um, As far as the game goes, man, I don't know. I really don't know. Last year, both teams were 6-6, six and six, and it was a suck fest. We were not 6-6, six and six, buddy. We were both 6-5 and five trying to get to 6-6. Six and six. I don't know. I think we were like I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We were both like three and eight or four and seven at the time. I think it was four and seven. I I thought or that three and seven. Because we still had a couple of games after that. Maybe okay, so this Adelaide is what it took was. Over. This is what it was. So both teams were three and six That's at the right. time. That's correct. And they were both trying to avoid four losses in a row for the first time in forever. So yeah. that's sorry, that's what it was. But it was a suck fest last year. Yes. Either way. Both teams, I feel like, are in the same ship right now. They are both Question marks. I think they both have potential. They both have talent. Who will win? I really don't know. And I I don't know. I'm in the same boat. I think they are very comparable, honestly. Like I think we're two pretty middle of the road teams in that as far as, you know, the SEC goes. Have y'all compared like total yards and yards allowed at all? I saw it a while ago. I was looking at it. Yeah. It is crazy how how close it is. Yeah. It so really is. Total yards, Auburn has four hundred and twenty eight. Texas A&M has 467 total yards allowed. Auburn has 264. Texas has 298. Now that's averages. That's averages per game. Right. It's not only year. But still. But still, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy how close they are. I mean, I know we're just, what, three games into the yeah. season. It's small sample but. size. But, but here's the thing about it. We've each played two cupcakes and one Power Five game. Right, that's so, what I was going to say yeah, next. Is yeah. we have pretty comparable schedules so to far. To this point, yeah, I agree. Now let's talk pressure. Okay, pressure's all on A and M. I agree with that. Not us, 100%. especially being at Kyle Field. Yeah, yep. this is not about us. This is about them. So that's good. They feel pressure. We should not feel pressure. Hugh Freeze has played his hand perfectly up to this point. I wouldn't even say that most of our fan base are expecting to win this game. However, all of A&M's fan base are expecting to win this game. They're saying we have to win this game. Yep. And if A&M was to lay an egg and Auburn was to take advantage of the opportunity and get a win, we go 4-0, and and 
we then have a chance to do something special this year, maybe. So I think it's risk-reward. We have a huge reward if we can win, but if A&M loses, it's a huge risk for them because they're they're then talking serious buyout contracts at that yeah. point. Yeah. I think another, another thing that's very comparable is quarterback play. Uh, Wigman for them. I heard somebody – I almost ripped my TV out this morning. I heard someone say he was the best quarterback in the SEC at this point. Yeah, they're smoking that. Zaza. Bro, this was like an analyst on the SEC network. I don't know. It gets paid jobs. to do this. He said. Well, Wigman's the best. Again, that's not I his know. thoughts. I, well, I have to like really think about those things. I think that they are just reading a teleprompter. You think? Yeah. I, I don't think that half the things that those people say they believe. I don't know. But they can't. The the offensive styles are very different. Wigman's thrown the ball 105 times this year through three games. He's got eight touchdowns, two picks, almost a thousand yards already. Uh, Thorns obviously only thrown half as many times. He's got half as many yards, half as many touchdowns. But he's got one more pick, so that's yeah. a little concerning. Um, you know, obviously two of those were this past week against Sanford, but um, rushing I will probably give them the advantage there. I mean, Peyton Thorns our leading rusher, so. You know, they at least have a running back that's their leading rusher. That's a that's a plus. Um, you know, I mean, like you said, Marcus, we're kind of two ships passing. Like they're they're in trouble if they lose this game. We're not, you know. And so, as you said, pressure's on them, and I I love that for us. Um, who else we got in the eleven o'clock slate? Florida State at Clemson, big game big at game. Clemson. And I and you know what. You could even say that is exactly like Auburn and A and M as far as pressure goes. Yeah, hmm, maybe not. Well, maybe not. Both Florida teams State's got both your number teams three. Have a, yeah, yeah. No. both teams have a lot to lose in that one. True. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So disregard what I said. <laughs> I was wrong. Um, <laughs> but Florida State and Clemson both are they must wins for both of them. Yeah. For different reasons. Yeah. Way, totally different reasons. But um, I don't think Clemson hangs with them though. I think you Florida think they get beat bad in their own house. Yeah, I think Florida State got woke up. I think that they were overlooking Boston College a little bit, and they realized, hey, we may not be as good as we think we are, but they, they're they good enough. I mean, they've got a lot of talent. But I think the defensive end for Florida State, I think his last name, don't know. Um, <laughs> but he's a monster. Like, he is an absolute beast. And he'll he'll wreak havoc this weekend. And um, what's the Clemson's quarterback, Klubnik? Or, yeah, Kate Klubnik. Yeah, he's in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I look for Jordan Travis to have a great game uh, Saturday, and I'm with you. I think they beat Clemson. Line on that game is only a point and a half, though, in favor of Florida State. So, you know, we talked earlier about how how close those are some of the times, and sometimes they're wrong. So you you really never know. But Brett, you got anything on that game? No, I agree with y'all. I think Florida State does win. I don't know that they necessarily run them out of their own house, yeah. but um, I do expect. Jordan Travis have a really good game, and if he doesn't, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. I agree, and it uh, hurts his his Heisman talk a lot. Yeah, we're gonna say that a lot this episode. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of big showdowns. I will say this: if Florida State doesn't jump up on Clemson early, it will be a game. But if Florida State jumps up, takes the crowd out. It'll yeah, yeah. I agree. Let's see, eleven o'clock. Anybody? Any other? Kentucky big ones? at Vanderbilt, but that's only a that's a that's SEC one of those. Game. I know that's one of those that you just click on if it's close at <laughs> one thirty, one forty five, yeah. and you're like, okay, let's see what happens. Yeah, and nobody expects it to be. Nobody expects no. it. 
Kentucky's 14-point favorite, so take that for what you will. All right. Uh, 2.30 slate. Let's go, baby. We got Colorado headed to Oregon. Oregon, this line is the only one of the week that I was like, oh, my God. Oregon is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, Colorado's been here before. 20-and-a-half-point underdog to TCU. What's different? Oregon's twice as good as TCU. <laughs> I agree with that. I feel like the the line isn't crazy, especially when you just watched Colorado last night. And Travis Hunter. Yeah, that's true. They will be without him. Is it confirmed? Well, Dion said he's going to be out several weeks, or a few weeks. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Because you're losing not only a star receiver, but a star DB as well in the same person. So, I, I would be shocked. I will say this. First time this year, I would be shocked if Colorado wins this game. Yeah. I, I think I agree. I agree, too. In Eugene. In Eugene, yep. I just Now, in, will they cover? I don't know, because that is such a big number. But just a straight-up win would shock me. Yeah. I'll say this. I feel like if it's close, Colorado wins. I feel like Oregon either covers or Oregon loses. There's, I, To me, there's no in-between. I don't think I agree with that. I think Oregon can win a close game just because of who they have. I mean, yeah, they have Bo Nix. We've yeah. seen what he can do, especially late in games. He can kind of take over. But to that point, Colorado has the same thing in yeah. uh, Shadur. We saw that last night. Yeah. So, I mean, man, Bo Nix. Get off of him. He's got a game to play Saturday. You can do it all, Kenny. All right. Uh, you've also got a Pac-12 matchup in UCLA and Utah at 2.30. That game will be on Fox. Uh, Colorado and Oregon will be on ABC. Then you hop over to CBS, and we've got a game that is way more interesting now than we thought it was going to be a couple weeks ago. Brett, you said that earlier today. I mean, Ole Miss traveling to Tuscaloosa against a very vulnerable Alabama team. Just because we've been doing this, Who's it bigger for? Who is this win bigger for? I think it's equal because to to Lane, he makes this game his yeah do or die. It's I, but it's I feel like that Al- Alabama has more to lose. Yeah, because of if they lose to Ole Miss in their house, that looks real, real bad. Yeah, it looks really bad, and they already think the sky's falling. I mean, <laughs> no, if no. this happens, it's I, I know. I mean, this is the thing. Lane Kiffin won't be able to retire until, until he, he does it. Saving. Yeah. And I like you like I said earlier in the week, if he doesn't do it this year with a team that's just this vulnerable in the early parts of the year, because let me tell you something, if they played this game in okay. October, yep. late October, it's not a game. And Bama wins by twenty. But right now you've got them literally where you want them. If Kiffin and here's how I will know if Ole Miss has a chance or not. If Kiffin says anything that he shouldn't this week, if he does something stupid pregame, or if he acts like if he's just acting different on the sidelines, I'll know that he can't handle it and he'll never beat Saban. Yeah. But if you know, if he's just, I don't know how to how to really explain it. Calm and collective and acts like he's been here before, and don't do the whole get your popcorn ready bullcrap. They'll have a good chance. They got a good team. They just proved it a couple weeks ago against Tulane. That's a decent Tulane team that they scored a you know scored with. So we'll see. But I do think ultimately Bama wins. I think Milrow has a good game, and that's me not knowing the starter. Yeah. So I think Milrow has a good game. 
and I just don't think Ole Miss can score like they have all year. I think Bama's defense steps up. If you ask me, the pressure's on Ole Miss, and I'll tell you why. Because when you're Ole Miss and you beat Bama, you rush the field. You tear down the goalposts. But when Alabama beats Ole Miss, it's just another Saturday. Roll Tide, Paul. Roll Tide. There you go. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Brett right now. He's just embarrassed. He is. As I am, too. I, That's fine. I, I put poured gas on the fire there. <laughs> I just got my shot in. I felt like I needed to. I just I just need to remind the Bama fans it's okay. You're going to be fine. Just just like old times. You're going to beat on Miss, and you're going to be just fine. I do think they'll beat on Miss. Do you think they'll beat them? Yeah. I'm, I'm not 100% convinced, but I think in the end they'll pull it out. I just feel like this is that ultimate, like, this is what we've always seen Bama do. They're going to come out and just blow Ole Miss out of the water. I wouldn't even be shocked if Ole Miss is up at halftime. Yeah, and still loses. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. It, it does have a South Carolina-Georgia feel to it. Yeah. If South Carolina was up 14-3 to at halftime and then lose 24-14. You can see Ole Miss doing the same thing this week. Yes. Yeah. What's crazy is I never really thought I would say that Ole Miss may have the more consistent players right now, but Ole Miss has uh, – almost a veteran in Jackson Dart. Yep. They have Judkins. Uh, they have that one receiver, um, Watkins. He's their leading receiver. It seems like those are their three big playmakers who are Alabama's yeah. on offense. That's a great question. It really is. Consistently, as of right now, they don't have one. McClellan, maybe. And that's not something I ever thought I would say. While Saban was, Saban was coaching Bama and Lane was keeping old. Uh, I've butchered this. Okay, well, Lane was coaching Ole Miss. Slow down. <laughs> Just get through it. Barney, uh, Barney. You're right. You're right. I mean, if if you ask who the stars are for Alabama, Mike Buckner. <laughs> Josh just drove his truck off the cliff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean Roydell Williams looked good last week, but I mean, he really was their only their only highlight. I mean, he had over 100 yards and a touchdown, but. Pierce wants an interesting matchup because I think all all of Alabama's stars are on the defensive side. Yes, and all of Ole Miss's are on the offense. Because between Kool-Aid McKinstry and the number 15 that I've just been blank on, I mentioned Dallas him yesterday. Turner. Dallas Turner, yeah. I mean, those two guys are dudes that will be playing on Sundays. Yeah. So you have the, mic, the matchup there. It's not offense-offense like it was last year. Right. It's defense versus offense, and, you know, it's probably going to be a low-scoring game. I had to guess. Bama wants it to be a low score. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bama yeah, does sure. not want to track me. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Lane Kiffin knows Bama all too well. He knows how they operate. If he, he is going to plan for Jalen Milrow this week, because he's not afraid of the other two. Yeah. I think he knows what Milrow can do, and that's what can beat Lane Kiffin. I don't think Kiffin's afraid of the other two's arms as much as he should be there, the Milrow's legs. Yeah. I agree with that. All right, let's move on to the 6 o'clock slot. You got Arkansas-LSU. You know, Arkansas looked real bad last week. LSU looked real good. Um, it's a rivalry game. I mean, take that for what it's worth. It's in Death Valley, 6 o'clock ESPN. Yeah, you stop right It's yeah. host. <laughs> host. Uh, yeah, I think LSU's playing pissed off, and I think they're going to take care of business. Yep, I do too. Um, Oregon State, Washington State, that is a ranked Pac-12 matchup on Fox. Um Oregon State's two and a half point favorite there. Let's see who else we got. Who else you got? At six o'clock, Marcus. Uh, six thirty. 
Okay. Uh, I got Texas at Baylor. I mean, the only reason I put that is just because Baylor played Utah so hard a couple of weeks ago after losing to Texas State. Texas is old Texas, as they said on game day a couple of weeks ago. Old Texas would lose to Baylor this yeah. week. Um, New Texas, we'll see. But they're favored 14 and a half. They should beat Baylor pretty handily, but we'll see. It's at Baylor. Though. So this is kind of where you, you determine if Texas is back. I would like, agree. Like you think this is this is the game. But that game's not going to be on TVs because number six Ohio State goes to number three, no, number nine, Notre Dame. Yep. And that's the one I think everybody circled because Ohio State very well could get embarrassed. Wow. I don't think Ohio State's got it. I have not been impressed. I've watched a little bit of them in the first few weeks, and I just I've seen Notre Dame, and Notre Dame is was a quarterback away, and they've got him. Yeah. So I'm very interested to see. And Ohio State just don't have that many playmakers. They have uh, Marvin Harris Jr. Is that his yeah. name? Yeah. Harrison. Yeah. Harrison. But can you get him the ball? Yeah. Because their quarterback is no shroud. That's for sure. Yeah, the I've I've definitely watched more of Notre Dame than I have of Ohio State. I've been way more impressed with Notre Dame. Um, yep. Their quarterback and their running back are both like leading categories in the country in their respective you know uh, positions. So I, I do think that that Notre Dame for the first time in a while has the advantage going in. Like Notre Dame's not going in as like you know oh if we, we could shock the world here. Like Notre Dame goes in feeling like. This is our game to win, you know. Not not necessarily as a favorite, but they're a three point underdog. So, and that could even go down throughout. Sure, the sure. But yeah, that's that's game day. You know, <laughs> on ESPN here, it, it has like the ticket prices out beside it. Tickets as low as four hundred and forty eight dollars to that game in South Bend. What's I choose your flight now. I choose Brett's couch and air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's wild. That's a high ticket price. And then, if you're just a hater and you don't want to watch the Golden Domes, um, 24, Iowa at Penn State is also 630. Yep. And that's a big game for Penn State. Yeah. Just, this, uh, as we were talking about earlier, Penn State's got the pressure in this game. Yep. Iowa does not. I've not been impressed with Iowa, but Penn State, this is their first kind of test. The reason know? it's a big deal is because nobody's been impressed with Iowa. So, if Iowa comes in here and plays Penn State hard and Penn State was to even lose this game, it really black looks eye. bad on Penn yeah, State. Big black eye for for their resume. And that's just James Franklin. James, yeah, James yeah. Franklin's identity. Yeah, it's like he to just lose a game like this. Yeah, just yeah. he'll he'll end up beating Michigan, but you lose to a to a a team better than bad, but a team that you should beat. Yeah, I agree with that. So, Brett, anything on that? Either one of those two. We kind of skipped you on the Notre Dame Ohio State thing too. Sorry, yeah. No, I'm good with it. Um, I think you know if Notre Dame comes out and takes care of business, I think Sam Hartman has a good game. Uh, they're Ohio State's very beatable, um, and I think it would if Sam Hartman does have a good game, it boosts him in that Heisman talk as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't watched much of Penn State this year, so I don't yeah. know. I haven't either, but from what everybody's talking about, their defense is very good, very athletic. They have a good young quarterback, and their running backs are pretty pretty solid. So, I am looking forward to next week not having a super important Pac-12 game to keep me up late at night. One hundred percent. Which leads me to the last game on the slate is California at eight Washington. Um, that's at nine thirty. Washington's a twenty and a half point favorite. So, 
I, I mean, I don't really care, but it's just there to see what Penix can do. And if you're trying to stay up till 4 a.m., Hawaii and New Mexico State kick off at 11 p.m. Stop. Oh, my gosh. Why are they playing in, in Germany? Hawaii. 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 Yeah, that's crazy. I will not see kickoff of that game. Um, yeah, so, I mean, great slate this week. Some other notable games, uh, Mississippi State, South Carolina. I think South Carolina probably runs away with that. Um, Depends on Rattler, man. Yeah, he's he's because he was showing drink. some pouting attitude last weekend. With you know, I understand he got sacked nine times the week before, and it just there was a couple of times when he got sacked. He just had for for my last chance, you listeners. He was giving Malik Henry vibes, mm-hmm. and that is the worst type of attitude that you want from your leader. From your leader, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a couple more cupcakes this week. Florida, Georgia, and I think there was one more. Tennessee all have cupcakes this week. Um, Missouri plays Memphis. Yep. I don't think that's a cupcake for Missouri. I don't know. No, 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 that's going to be an interesting game. Uh, Memphis did about mess around and lose a week ago to Navy. But, you know, they kind of secured home field and got the win there. But um, that game is in St. Louis, too. So it's not a, it's a neutral site game for both. Uh, Missouri and Memphis. So. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the planes. Uh, let's do upset alerts first. I don't do. have one, so y'all go for it. No upset alert for Marcus this week. He thinks all the favorites win. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Exactly. All right, Brett, you putting anybody on upset alert? Uh, the only one I really saw that I thought was possible, we've already talked about it, was Ohio State. Getting upset by Penn State, yeah, and as a three-point favorite, it's yeah, not a huge. Yeah, it's not a huge upset yeah. or anything. It's just something I could see Question. happening. Yeah, Notre Dame beating Ohio State. Yeah, yeah, okay. my bad. I said Penn State. Say? Oh, yeah. I didn't know if he was talking about Iowa because that would be a yeah, yeah, that would have been bigger. No, sorry. You, um, you mine is a team that struggled last week. Wake Forest. I'm putting Wake Forest on upset alert. Old Dominion had them beat last week, and they found a way to. So they play this week. They play Georgia Tech. I've watched Georgia Tech twice this year, and they've looked better than Georgia Tech usually looks. I'm just you don't roll in and win because you're Wake Forest this week. Is all I'm saying. Um, I think Georgia Tech could, you know, they've got Haynes King at quarterback, A&M transfer. Um, Wake Forest just did not look good. You know, Vandy a couple weeks ago nearly had them, and then you know they pulled away late, but. Um, Yep, I'm putting Wake Forest on upset alert to Georgia Tech. All right. So let's go to Plainsman Picks. Marcus, what was the recap of last week? Your boy's still in the negative, as he always will be. Um, <laughs> oh I did not. I'm, I'm glad I erased everything. So all I know is I didn't win. Okay, you had Tennessee. Yeah, I had Tennessee. Thanks a lot, Brett. Yep. Uh, lost that one. Um, y'all two both hit. Yep. So moving yeah. on. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I had Ole Miss over Georgia Tech, and I think you had. I can't remember who I had. You had. Oh, Illinois. Um, Penn State, Penn over, State Illinois. over Illinois. Yeah, that's right. That's the cover. Correct. All right. So this week, Mason has Oregon State over Washington State. That's a two and a half uh, favorite there. So he thinks they'll cover. Yep. All right. Uh, I believe Florida State will cover their one and a half as of right now against Clemson. And Brett thinks Missouri covers against uh, the six and a half spread against Memphis. All right. So that is, 
I don't think I have it right. Missouri's a six and a half point favorite. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So you just think they'll cover. Yep. All right. Sounds good then. All right. Marcus, you uh, suffered a, a brutal brutal injury last week in the NFL. Your team that you you went to this team for this player. It's all right. You played four snaps and now you got the Cougar Hunter, Zach Wilson. Well, you know what? Aaron Rodgers gave <clears throat> actually <laughs> um, I have to click for kids on YouTube. I'm yeah. just gonna leave that out. All right. Okay. Uh, it's tough. It's tough to watch. It sucks. It really does suck. It, it like does. I, I joke with you, but it's it does suck that he. But how about this? They battled back. I mean, they beat the Bills. Yeah, it's it impressive. A good win. Um, I don't know how they uh did today, but anyway, it is what it is, man. They'll they'll figure it out and um. Not, not they, they didn't. Today's not good. You don't want to talk about that one. They're one and one, um, but that's okay. I mean, whoever they. How about Dallas? Looks good. That's who they played. Dallas. Okay. Dallas won forty Dallas. to nothing week one, and then did they, that. Again. Dallas does look good. I'll give them that. Thirty to ten. That's who they. Honestly, I said this earlier. They need to make a trade with Dallas for. What's the guy's name? That's the right. one from San Francisco. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Uh, the one they put. That San Francisco went and got. Yeah. Can't think of it. It's not love because that's he's at Green Bay. And it's the guy that just got hurt. Brock Purdy replaced. Mm-hmm. We look like a bunch of sharp tools, don't we? <laughs> I can't think of him. I could see him. Yeah. He's got the fro. A little fro. Yeah. That's tough. Anyway. I'm sure Brett's so, you, so that's who you want. That I think he's, sitting, be a good he's sitting on the bench. Dallas, Dallas could get some you know, value from him. Um, and I just feel like that that's where you could go. Trey Lance. Trey Lance, thank you. Bingo. So out of everybody that's on the market, I think Trey Lance is a really good pick, but you'd probably have to give up some stuff and I don't think the Jets want to do that. I don't know that he's better than Zach Wilson. I do. I would you think healthy. So? Healthy. Yeah. You want me to tell you what Zach Wilson's stat line was from today? Oh God. Well, twelve for twenty seven. 170 yards, one touchdown, three. Count them, three interceptions. Yeah. All right, so he ain't going to be off QB next week. Yeah. And we got rid of Mike White yeah. already. And who else? There was another veteran, y'all, but. Well, I mean, we should have. I mean, you got Aaron yeah. Rodgers. You don't yeah, have a roster spot for him. Yeah, you don't expect him to go down. But anyway, we'll f- we'll figure it out. It'll be all right. How about Mason's Colts, one and one? How about that? How about, thank God we it get to play the It only cost you half your army. Yeah. Lost. And Richardson, Richardson goes and down. Ron, your, Ron Kelly. Your center goes down. Both with concussions. So maybe Texans are headhunting. Can we get like a, a spy gate on that? <laughs> get somebody to check that out, investigate it, bounty hunting. Easy. The thing about concussions, though, is they could be back next week. Yeah. Or they could be out for six weeks. Okay. I mean, really, though. Come on. I mean. You're not wrong. I was trying to be optimistic. Shame on me. Yeah. Shame on you. Not you know, with Mason. And you know Colts. me better. You know me better. Um. Rundown real quick of all the games that have already been played Sunday. Uh, the Bills destroyed the Raiders. Uh, Josh's Lions lost in overtime to the Seahawks. That's tough. Uh, Titans beat the Chargers. Baker Mayfield 2-0 and with the Bucks. Chiefs uh, went into Jacksonville and 17-9. Travis Kelsey, leave Taylor Swift alone, buddy. She will ruin you. She's going to be like the next Kardashian curse. Yep. She's going to be the T-Swift curse. Uh-huh. 
or stay away from the athletes, or at least the ones I care about. I mean, this, <laughs> at this point, Kelsey's just asking for an album called Travis Travesty. Travis. Give me the crickets. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Anybody else we care about? Not really. Uh, Eagles won a good game Thursday night against the Vikings. But we get a Monday night doubleheader this week, which will have already been played by the time y'all are hearing this. But <laughs> Saints, Panthers, Browns, Steelers. So I, I want to do this. Let's put a prediction out on Sunday, and we'll know on Thursday if we hit it. Saints, Panthers. Saints, Panthers, Bryce Young, second game. He'll be going against who? Derek Carr. Derek Carr, that's right. Let's go Saints 31, Panthers 13. Beat down. Okay, Brown Steelers. Deshaun Watson versus Kenny Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Brett. No, I I don't know a score, but I take the Saints in that one. Yeah. I'm putting putting scores. I like the score. I'm I'm here to land. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brown Steelers. Well, Deshaun Watson's my fantasy quarterback, so – I'm thinking 50. Huh? 50. 50? <laughs> I was thinking he's probably going to get hurt second quarter. Don't do that. <laughs> They'll give him a massage. He'll be fine. <laughs> so, let's go Browns 24, Steelers 17. 24-17. I will go, I think, Pittsburgh wins. I will be a very unhappy man. <laughs> I'm going to say. Who's Pittsburgh's quarterback right now? Can you pick it? Okay. <laughs> It. I'm going to go Steelers 16, Browns 10. I just have. Can you pick it in the Steelers quarterback that Miles Garrett TDT'd with his helmet, is he? No, that was Mason Rudolph. Damn. <laughs> well, what a time. Oh, man. <laughs> Life was better when Miles Garrett was throwing helmets. That's for sure. And he got one thrown back at him. Yep. Uh, I'll take the Browns in that one. We'll go 24-17. All right. <laughs> Way to go. Good, good score, Big Brad. Hey, did you come up with that one on your own? Is that exactly what you said? Exactly. Oh, well, I didn't know that. I know. Obviously. <laughs> it's understandable. It's not like I just said it. <laughs> it's cool. Unreal. If me and Brett both hit, though, you yeah. got to buy something. No. <laughs> Not going to happen, Captain. All right. All right. Well, let's uh, head on into overtime. Brett, we'll let you start this week. Actually, I think you started last week, but you can start again this week, too. All right. Um, so, mine's kind of homerish. Uh, it's talking about this. Auburn. Okay. Um, who is on your Mount Rushmore of Auburn players? That's four. Yeah. Yeah. So, here are the requirements. Had that, conversation. That, was, that was a we shot had. at Brett. Right <laughs> that was a shot at me, because I always <laughs> thought it was five. Um I just want to hear Brett say he was wrong for one. Because <laughs> he never does, right? <laughs> All right, so my requirements are, has to be players that you've seen play. Ooh, I like that. I do so too. No no Bo Jacksons. Okay. No Pat Dye. Pat, Dye, Pat Sullivan. Sullivan. You didn't have to see them live. You just, like, you had to watch them right. during With, your time. In your okay. lifetime. Okay. Yeah. okay. I mean, players that you remember seeing that you just love. Okay. And I've got mine if y'all want some time. Go ahead. All right, so mine, it, not really – Necessarily in order, I don't think. Okay. But um, Cam Newton, obviously. Okay. Derek Brown. Okay, I like that. Quentin Groves. Love Quentin. And Jason Campbell. Oh, that's a hot wow. Name. There was a lot of names that didn't get mentioned there. Well, 
you can only do no, four. I know. I understand. And I understand. it's personal, so that's why I think they'll right. be different. Exactly. This is not like who you right. think who's the, the top. Yeah. Right. yeah. Because if, if we're talking about who's the best, that's a totally different list. Right. Those are just my top four that uh, I guess maybe that I would like to meet. Yeah. Like, I would like to sit down and have a conversation with. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I don't want to have a conversation with this man, but <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Nick Marshall. <laughs> Uh, Nick Marshall, Cam Newton. Um, I'll need some help. He played linebacker for us two years ago. I think number nine. We called him Rabbit. Uh, Zacoby McLean. Zacoby McLean. Probably yeah. He is like one of the my favorite linebackers I watched, and I would probably go Nick Fairley, hmm. just because he was such a beast. I'm shocked. No Deshaun no. Davis? No Deshaun Davis. I'm shocked, too. On Marcus. And, and he even went linebacker. Yeah, I was thinking that one, too. I thought he was disqualified because he's okay. an Oregon He's player. an Oregon player. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. I was about to change. Because uh, we've had that conversation about another player. I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> I would probably – I would probably – Jacoby McLean is just – See, I'm looking at it a little different. I wouldn't want. I don't want to talk to these guys. Yeah, I just loved watching these guys. Yeah. And Jacoby McLean was just him. And then Cam Newton, Nick Marshall, probably the best quarterback. And then, yeah, I'm good with that list. So I think mine is going to be Cam Cadillac. Then. Um. I really like Trey Mason a lot. And then just to go different, I'll say Stidham because I like Stidham a lot. Again, not like great players, but those are my four favorite players, I guess I'd say. That That's I what I wanted. I didn't want yeah. the four best. Yeah. An honorable mention would be Smoke Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I just love watching. Well, you get thrown out for dark. All right. All right. Marcus, you got one? Yeah. Uh, So, discovered something crazy this week. So, I thought this would be my overtime. What movie have you never seen that would shock our listeners? Oh, God. There's all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch movies. Just so like, like a, you know, okay. crazy one. All right. I've never seen Titanic. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. I mean, like, I've seen enough clips to, like, know what happened. Mm. I've never watched the movie. You so you talk clips. You've never like seen bits and pieces of the movie on TV. No. Okay. Okay. Because that to me counts. Yeah. Like I, I don't ever. I've never even sat down and watched thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah. That's interesting. I've watched a lot of movies, so I've got to think about this for a little while. Do you have one? Um. I've not. I could just rattle off a bunch. Uh, I've never seen one Star Wars. I haven't either. Oh, me either. Um, Lord of the Rings. Never seen any of Neither. those. Seen all those. You have. I I have recently Harry Potter. I don't think you've watched. I've watched a few of them. Okay. I guess Star Wars are probably like the great. Be the one that shocked everybody the uh, most. How about uh, none of the Avengers? I haven't either. I've watched some of them, not all of them. Like a lot of the Marvels, none of the Supermans. I mean, nothing. Yeah, I'm not a big superhero guy either. So. Um, I mean, like, if we're just going for big time movies that some people just love, I've never seen The Godfather. I, w- I haven't either. I was gonna actually add that, or like, you know, The Goodfellas, like, kind of all those older gangster movies. Yeah, 
I've really never watched them, but everybody talks about how they're their favorite movies and they Best love movies them. Best movies ever made. Yeah. Yeah. And they're in their top two or whatever. But yeah. Hannah had mentioned this week. Them. That's why I'm asking. She's never seen Holes. I feel like that's like one of those movies that everybody's seen. Yeah. And I was like, what? So, yeah. And then like when I tried to persuade her to watch it, she was like, no, I've went this long, so I don't want to watch it now. That's the dumbest reason. Yeah, that's a terrible not reason. To watch a movie. I was like, it's a really good movie. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's mine. All right. So mine is uh, sports related again this week. And I was thinking about this because it popped up in my memories today that a year ago, me and Marcus went to Jordan here and watched Penn State just beat our eyes out. And that depressed me. Um, but it got me thinking. We had talked about the year before going up to Happy Valley to watch Penn State, to watch the game there at Penn State. So what's a bucket list road trip that you want to take to see a game? Fuck. Mm. Go ahead. You got um, I want to see Auburn play at Death Valley in Baton Rouge. I know that's not like a huge road trip or anything, yeah. but that is the top of my bucket list as far as seeing Auburn play somewhere. Yeah. Now, I've got other ones if you want to go outside of Auburn. Well, that's what I was going to say. This don't necessarily have to be Auburn, yeah. but that's a good answer. Um, yeah, if you got anything outside of Auburn. Like any sport? Yeah. Or Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, y'all go ahead. I'll think some more. Okay. I'd either say Michigan-Ohio State in, um, in Ann Arbor or the Masters or um, – yeah, I mean those two are probably pretty big. Or a wide out at Penn State, I guess. Yeah, wide out at Penn State's always on yeah. the list. That's kind of like that's replaced the Duke Carolina game for me. We talked about this a couple weeks ago because you had a question kind of similar to this, but um, I, I guess I should have narrowed it down to college football, but I didn't. So that's fine. Um, mine's Oregon. I want to go see a game at Oregon for some reason. I like their field, like. The whole backdrop of it looks cool. But I tell you what, Colorado's about to make this list because that looked pretty sweet last night. They're going to have to change a lot of stuff. They're going to have to add some seats. Not only that, but, like, if you look, their stands, their sidelines are probably mm -hmm. 15 yards mm -hmm. wide. Like, that's a problem. Yeah. I've noticed that, too. That's a problem. Also, they're top of the wall like when you go out of bounds. Yeah. yeah. Also, their Jumbotron's about the size of this laptop. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Crazy. It's coming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They may just be able to hold another stadium. Yeah, and just do away with that so one. So, here's my thing. Like, if you're Colorado, you, do, you, yeah. do you make him sign a contract saying, I ain't going nowhere before you do all this? Because if you add all this on and, you know, yep. get all this done because of Dion's there and he leaves when you're in the middle of construction, what is it for? You this at is, least make it to where whoever gets him pays you a lot of his buyout. It's either all that or it, it. here's what it is. If Dion starts asking for stuff, that's where you go. Okay, that's we'll fine. Give it to we'll, you. we'll give you anything you want, but you got to be here for the long haul. Yeah. Well, and I mean, look at Jackson State. Yeah. They got all that stuff, and a lot of it came out of Dion's pocket. Yeah, that's that, true. That is something Dion wanted to do for Jackson State, but right. ain't there no more. Jackson State is not good this year. If you're Colorado, you don't just start renovating. Yeah. Yeah. You we wait to see what Dion thinks and what Dion. His outlook on it is, in my opinion. Yeah. That's a good point, though. Very good point. Because Colorado was nothing before this. And let's be real, there'll be nothing after. And I don't think he's there very long. I don't me, we mentioned this in our group message, and I said less than five years. 
I'm back and forth. Five years is a long time to me. Yeah, five if he stays there five years, that's three more than I expect. That's a long time. But you, I, I don't know, man. I, I think that he feels at home there, and the scenery there is beautiful. Yeah. Game day has never looked so good. No, I agree with that. But um, They've been to bigger games for sure, but it looked good yesterday. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Good. No. We'll, done. All right. We'll wrap it up then. That will conclude episode 55. Make sure you're following on all the socials. Uh, we're on podcast every platform you can think of. Brett's gone just above and beyond to make sure we're on everything. I heart radio. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse us. LeBron James just walked in. <laughs> Till next week, guys. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle.